0: Throw the boat. Nah. Throw them bones. You are Locked On Huskers. Your daily podcast on the Nebraska Corn Huskers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Husker Nation. It's D.P. Derek Kristen from ninety seven The ticket in Lincoln, America. Um, we thank you for making Locked On Huskers, Locked On Go Big Red, your first listen watch. Uh, each and every single day well, thank you for uh you know supporting lockdown sports uh, and what they do on a day by day across the country uh basis this is exceptional what they're doing uh you probably want to check out some other things as well as going on uh, thank the folks from bet online um you know I-, I was just thinking about i i was always a an a line guy so what's the line Right? What is this thing? But then you get into the odds of it, which is a different beast altogether. And then the props within this stuff allows you to engage at your level of knowledge, curiosity, and expectation. I can tell you, I was pretty active on it uh, the last few weeks just because I wanted to be able to talk about it. And kudos. (laughs) That's the easy thing I can tell you. Is kudos job well done, Bet Online, and uh, DP. Uh, do do me a favor if you would please. A couple things I want you to take take note of. One, please feel free uh, to drop comments in the comment section, um, whatever way you consume this podcast, whether it's Amazon or YouTube or whatever you want, whatever way you do it. Drop us a comment and then subscribe to it so that you get the regular content and the regular information. Um, It'll put you ahead of the masses uh, for sure, um, but I think it's just, it, it allows you to cleanse the the Husker palate and restart your day, um, and I think it's a pretty good way to go about business. The lead story for me is whether, whether Casey Thompson starts this game for Nebraska against Minnesota. Uh, the injury uh, was enough that, I mean, he had numbness in his, in, in his, in his throwing hand, and a choice was made, and that's that's as simple as that gets. Um, it's my hope that he plays, because I think he has an opportunity to have a big day against Minnesota. I think it's a big day; it's a big opportunity. Um, but we will see as the week develops and as things uh, move forward. Um, yeah, yeah, let's see how that plays out. Um, to hear. Uh, the coaching staff talk about the, the adjustments that they made and the adjustments that they could make. Um, and I'm not a member of the media that wants to question coaching decisions. I don't go to practice every day. Um, when I do go, it's the tail end or maybe I catch a piece of it. So I don't have as nearly as much information as the coaches who spend the bulk of their day evaluating talent, uh, working around talent, Assessing the moods and the and the chemistry of the team, um, I'm not around it enough uh, to know what the working relationship is between the, the 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 coordinators and the assistants, or the coordinators and the head coach. They seem to have a pretty good relationship and how they're going to do business going forward. As you head into an important week, again, this is another important week, and Husker fans, you're familiar with this. You're familiar with this. These big weeks line up and they stack up one at a time. But let me focus here for a minute. Let me let me let's get locked in. If you are, I'll speak from my sense. As a athlete, as a coach, as a media person, I can only focus on, in order to do the job right, I can only focus on the next thing. So when I'm coaching at practice, I'm not looking three weeks down the line. I'm not looking at the next scouting report. I'm not looking. I'm not listening to conversation about other stuff. I'm just not. Most of the athletics that I knew, if they caught me talking about down the road, they are so. Wait a minute, we're paying you this week. Like the mission and the job is this week. The focus is this week. And if you're lining up against somebody that's had success, recent success against your program. You don't need additional motivation to turn people's focus towards your next opponent. Now on Monday and Tuesday at Memorial Stadium and at practice, guess what? The opponent wears Nebraska colors. Like when they sat and watched film, they aren't looking at at, at their opponents, they're looking at themselves. What can I do? What can we do? What could we have done better? Um, what honesty needs to be put in play? Uh, what, what help do I need in getting better and getting good enough for us to get wins? You know how I know the game matters because, like, tickets sold out. And to tell 90,000 people that, well, this game doesn't matter doesn't make sense. So, Husker Nation, you stay true to you and you root for this team. In this coaching staff and this program and this university. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. You have an opportunity. Because what, what you the only regret that folks would have would be that they didn't go into this week believing that this team could win, hoping that this team could win, and then trusting that this team could win. Because if you feel any other way walking into the stadium, you're not going to elevate the, the stadium to its highest level. Husker fans know that. 90,000 strong. See a red. You know, we fully understand. I did notice the number of throw them bones uh, in the stadium in the first half because the defense played at a level that was worthy of. You took a really good offense and held them to six points until. But don't get distracted by the minutia and the peripheral stuff. Don't do it. Give yourself a break. Allow yourself to be a fan. Allow you to, to yourself to love what you say you love and who you say you love. Don't allow anybody to take that away from you. <laughs> Just don't do it. And because there's some really good young people on this roster, on this team. Look, Trey Palmer is having an exceptional season. Still is, even after an off Saturday. Casey Thompson's having a real I – mean, look, we got the leader we thought we we needed. We know that Vokalek is a top-level level tight end when we get him to work, and we now have an understanding that Chancellor Brewington can be a problem in the Big Ten if we can figure out how to get him the ball. Anthony Grant has surpassed expectation. I don't think anybody walked in the door and go, "Okay, this, this kid's gonna like take over the number one job and just hold it down." I'll say this for this for this week and as practice develops in a physical game after a physical game with with illinois today and tomorrow require some recovery you were in a you were in a brawl this husker team was in a brawl they threw bodies they they got bodies thrown at them uh they played with emotion uh which makes you expend more energy uh They provided resistance. Uh, They broke through resistance. Like there are a lot of things in play. So those days off after that sort of thing, I'm just going to let you know, it ain't easy. (laughs) It ain't easy. I want to see what happens with the big boys up front offensively. I want to see if there are any changes that are going to be made. I want to see what competition brings to the table. Let's see. Let's see what's brought to the table. And then competition, real, full competition. Because competition has to happen and is required if you are not satisfied with your location, elevation, destination. Are you where you're supposed to be? No. Do you have a plan for how you're going to get where you're going? You probably do. And then to identify, refocus, reprioritize what the end game is. And there's not a Husker fan listening to tell me that they don't want to see this team get on a run and root like crazy and make a bowl game and chill some of the nonsensical talk that goes on around. If that's how you feel about this program, that that's what you want for it, then do not allow peripheral stuff to distract you from it. Wear your colors, throw your bones, and be proud. Let your go big red fly. That's what I want to tell you. We'll go to break. Uh, When we come back, uh, we'll go to the defensive side of the ball, and then we'll talk a little bit about Minnesota and P.J. Fleck and what all that means, the folks from Bet Online, And, again, we were trying to figure out. um, Ohio State is a 38-point favorite over Northwestern. Uh, The the over-under is 63. Leave in the comments whether you think that's good or not. And then also leave in the comments, Nebraska is an 11-point underdog with the over-under 47. Leave in the comments what your thoughts are on those. And then like, subscribe, share, get the alerts, all of that, please, for the folks who are locked on Huskers and locked on Go Big. Welcome back. Uh, and, and it's the it's – the, Rebound from a tough Saturday. Um, it wasn't an empty Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure it was a disappointing Saturday. It was a tough Saturday. Like you got in a brawl with some real fighters. So we'll we'll dive a little deeper into that from the defensive standpoint, and then we'll bring up those feisty fighting gophers of Minnesota and their leader. I'll be nice. <laughs> I want to thank from folks from Bet Online. Uh, Penn State rolls into uh, Indiana as a 14 point favorite. Even after the letdown that was Ohio State, uh, they showed some things defensively. Um, I'm not sure if you look at the the Big Ten schedule. Of course, you can leave in the comments whether you think there's an upset that stands out to you greater in the Big Ten conference. Uh, than another, and I'm perfectly open with you saying that you know Nebraska plus 11. Um, I think if it's plus 11, uh, it's over 47 points. But you know, this is just for entertainment sake. Again, subscribe, like, get the alerts, do all of those things. Defensively, being without Nick Heinrich is a loud, loud presence. But I want to say this: for two quarters of football, they fit gaps and had had run fits that were at a pretty good level. They rallied to the ball. uh, They got runners to the ground. um, For whatever uh, Chase Brown's great numbers were, Um, he didn't start well against this defense. Uh, Chris Kolarvik and his fit was exceptional. He took on a lot of big, bad Illinois dudes to free up Rymers and the safeties to make plays. That's exceptional. Uh, Colton Feast and Ty Robinson – uh, actually readjusted themselves at halftime and did a pretty good job of staying balanced and staying flat down the line defensively, not allowing their name and numbers to be turned towards the sidelines uh, and giving giving the speed guys behind them a chance to make plays. Uh, look, the rub route, little drag route to, to Juice Williams, uh, two defenders got caught in the wash, right? So he started out on the right, uh had a receiver come down and set a mesh uh he set a really good mesh and took out two defenders at the same time uh linebackers were preoccupied on the, on the on the wide field side of the field and juice doesn't take long to get a go and once he got the catch uh, he got his eyes vertical and it was a tough play so 40 plus yards for that um But that should have been the one-and-done. Look, they still rallied and put some hits on Juice Williams. They still rallied and put some hits on Chase Brown. But where the team had issue was not getting full pressure on Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito had the best game that he's probably had uh, since I've seen him in his Syracuse days. And that's no excuse. Like, there's no excuse. But young man balled. Like, he balled out. And they put him in a system, they put him in a set where, you know, quite frankly, he made the easy throws. I don't think he, he had to make a tough throw all day. Clean windows uh, to throw through. Uh, he was allowed to step up without fear of retribution, uh, which is the thing that you have to listen. If a quarterback has it going, I need to get him off rhythm. I need to get him off rhythm and it'll be interesting to see because as you head into Minnesota week you're talking about a veteran quarterback a guy that understands the reason. now i'm telling you uh Morgan's a better quarterback than than DeVito but there are ways to upset him he's not the biggest quarterback uh he is cerebral he understands it uh the gophers are putting up 30 32 points a game their defense is giving up 14 uh, they've almost doubled their. They actually they have doubled their opon- opponents, uh, in first downs. There's some crazy numbers in play. This is a good offensive team. It's a veteran offensive team, um. But there are ways to have success against Minnesota. We saw that earlier in the year in some of their losses, and later this week I'm going to put in uh, some of the film studies so you can see how to attack and affect. Minnesota's offense and defense. We'll go over that with Jay Foreman as well, uh, go through some of the stuff that we need to go through. But this stuff is there. Uh, you know, Muhammad Ibrahim get, will come into the stadium at 980 yards, 13 touchdowns. And I know how Husker fans are going to react. They'll roll their eyes and go, here we go. So you got your, you. You you. You your work cut out for you. You got your work cut out for you. And they don't just end it there. Trey, uh, Trey Potts comes in. He subs for uh, for Ibrahim. For he gives them almost 400 yards at five yards a pot. Their top three runners all go at five plus. Five yards per carry. Um, I don't think they have the best, the best recruiting, uh, the receiving core like they've had in the past. They're good. I'm not sure they're great. Uh, Brevin Span Ford uh, gives them uh, 13 yards a catch. Uh, Michael Brown Stevens, he's got 19 catches for the season, 18 for Daniel Jackson. That's not a lot. But if you've got the horses that Minnesota has, you don't have to rely on it much. But we'll see. It'll be an interesting week of. Film study and more. We'll throw it to break. Again, thanking the folks from Bet Online for what they do. Uh, Ohio State in, an, in a game, is there any opponent that Ohio State could play where the over under should be at 60? Seems to me like they just blow this thing out of the water. They did it against a good Penn State defense. But we'll talk about that. And more. We'll talk about P.J. Fleck and the whole row the boat thing. And we'll prepare for a week of Beat Minnesota. Beat the Gophers. We'll do all that. I'm DP. This is Locked on Huskers. Locked on Gophers. <laughs> Welcome back to MDP, Lincoln, America. Home of the Huskers. The fighting Huskers of the University of Nebraska. Um, I was trying to take the pulse of... Husker Nation after the game and it. Uh, usually, Husker Nation runs in thirds. People that are uh, complete and absolute believers all the time. They're uh, third of people who are pessimists and skeptics uh, all the time. Then that middle third is where uh, the spectrum kind of separates. And while wanting a win, I don't think they were willing to throw in the towel. That didn't seem to be the thing that goes. Um, again, the folk, folks from line who allow us to do this uh, each and every week, uh, Penn State plus 14 at, in Bloomington with a 55 as as the over-under. Uh, I'm more impressed by Penn State after the loss against Ohio State than I, I was going in. That's a really good football team. Like that's a really good football team, I and mean, they did their thing. A couple of questions for you as we plow through this week and we try to get answers. And as I say uh, on this platform a lot, you can tell the state of a a team and a program by the number of questions that you have about it. How many questions do you have? And again, feel free. You can put your questions uh, in the comment section and I'll take them forward into the next shows and get to them. And again, you guys have been really good in the comment section. So I greatly appreciate you guys. That's pretty awesome. Uh, in a short span, you guys have, have connected to the podcast and starting to do your thing. But the questions for me are, one, the health of Casey Thompson. Two, uh, the lineup of the, of the big five up front offensively on the offensive line. Uh, the depth chart on the off, uh, on, in the offset offensive receiver group. Because you can't one receiver win in the Big Ten Conference. You need a gang. You need a group. If you allow one receiver to occupy two and two-and-a-half defenders, then somebody else has got to punish him. Now, that could be the running back game. That could be Anthony Grant. That could be Romeo Johnson. It could be Brody Belt. There's a lot of different things in place. For me, I'd be slightly curious if you could see Brody Belt running some of those routes out of the backfield as he did a year ago. On the defensive side, again, how healthy are the big guys up front? They put in a lot of work. There's a lot of a lot of bump and grind going on in that Illinois game. There's a lot that was in play. The linebacker group, when you're used to to, to having deeper depth charts and more people to share reps with, how do you feel on a Tuesday after you 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 had to face a run game that simply just Fat in its neck and straighten its back and came at you. Same for the defensive backs, because they had to come up and fill the run game. Well, shout out to the defensive backs for the number of times they put their neck uh in into this thing on Saturday. And made tackles and, you know, bust through 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 screen picks and that sort of thing. Kudos. Can you fix the special team's drama? We'd like a Saturday requires a, a game where there are no special teams faux pas. You can't have it. You can't have those mess you can't have those mess ups. And then, big question. What is the pulse and temperature of Husker nation? Will you walk into the station believing in the stadium believing? Do you walk into the stadium hoping? Will you walk in a, walk into the stadium in doubt? It would be exceptional for the stadium to rock. Rock. Make it difficult. I know how much a lot of you folks don't like P.J. Fleck. Here's a chance. It's not only a matter of getting even, it's a chance to get right. Uh, My old buddy used to say in sports, there's nothing wrong that a win won't cure. Well, Husker Nation, let's rally up. Let's get side by side. Let's clear our throat and get all the best best voice that we can get. We'll show up, Memorial Stadium, in loudest loudest voice possible, and support the squad. I thank you. I'm DP. This is Locked On Huskers. Locked On Go Big Red. This is the Locked On Sports Network, and the three words we love so much to close out, and I'd love to hear it all week long in the Haymarket. Go Big Red.